Welcome, everybody. Bring the scream in again. Sabri the Machine. Donnie. What's up? How's it going? Very good, man. I'm uh, really excited about the show. We talked about the show the last couple podcasts. We're here, episode number 15, with Mr. Peter Hostrauser. Give it up. Welcome, welcome. Dude. I've been waiting to hear this song. Like five. <laughs> this is rocking. I love Dude, it. thanks for coming on, man. You're welcome. Um, so I'll tell you about this song before I introduce you. I remember listening to the song when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> and it really struck a nerve with me. And I was like, one day this is going to be the intro song to my podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. But okay, we got Pete Hostrauser in the house. Uh, YouTube channel, hashtag disrupt education. You're talking about some things, man. Um, that I think people need to listen to about today's uh, educational system and how you're interested in shaking things up and oh, yeah. uh, teaching these kids really how to fail and letting right. them learn. Right. I want I, I want you to take the mic, man. Let me know. Like, tell me what your what your story is. How oh, you man. started this YouTube channel. Like, wow. Where Where this how all far, stemmed from? How far do you want to go back? I, I want to go back from the very beginning. I got nothing but I can time. I go back right? to to chunk like from you know the uh, the Goonies, right? So and then when I was you know. Um, Look, I, I was in the business world, um, good guy, way back. This is in the 90s, so I actually heard this song, you know, at my high school. <laughs> uh, but uh, one, of the, uh, one of the things that, that I do, I went into uh, video production, right? And, um, and I love it, and I, and I love to create and do those things. Um, I came out of college. I had no idea what the hell I wanted to do. I actually got a bartending license right out of college. It was great. Um, just dropped like 40, 80 grand or whatever it was. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you know, is that what it is for a bartender's drinks. license? No, no. I was talking about no. school. Yeah. Oh, school. Stupid. <laughs> the bartender license was like, I don't know, 200 bucks. So, yeah, a good time. yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, um, you know, I worked around and did a lot of different things. And then um, uh, met my wife. And when we were like dating, she's a, she's an elementary school teacher. And, and they wanted to do uh, video announcements. Like they were like fourth and fifth graders. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and jump in and, and do some of this stuff. And there's a VHS stuff, all the stuff that. Pre-technological, pre-technological oh God, days. Dude, yeah. Like I'm a dinosaur in that. Definitely um, not as easy as it is now, right? No, no. Like, you know, the machine's pushing buttons here. And things happen. <laughs> I, was like, I had tape. Um, so we did like video uh, announcements on VHS tapes and everything. And what they did is the students would come in and we would like video the whole week. And. All these, the teachers would come to me and they're like, the, you know, Johnny or Billy, they're they're doing better reading and, and math and stuff like that because they're kind of on your your morning announcements thing. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, the kid's writing a script. This kid is actually adding like seconds together and doing the editing, you know. And and it and I start, started thinking like, you know what? That's what I want. Like that's authentic learning. Um, so I went in to, to get my business degree because that was the closest uh, business education degree. It's kind of a joke, but, um, you know, it's just, you know, you go through the hoops or whatnot. They For don't sure. teach you how to teach. For sure. Um, yeah, no, and I, then, I know exactly what you're talking about. And so I got into it, and I was like, you know what? No one taught me anything in high school about business. I mean, I didn't take any business classes. We had keyboarding, and actually it was on typewriters. So, <laughs> like I said, I'm aging myself here. Um, but, like, there was no, like, opportunities. That's what I wanted to do. 
Um, so as I, you know, went into schools, I mean, I taught in Elkhart, Indiana for a year, uh, half a year, and then I came to uh, Proviso West. Uh, um, taught there for a while. That was a wake up, um, you know, white kid from Indiana going into a predominantly ethnic school, a non-white school. And it was the greatest experience of my life. Like I learned so much from these students. They were just dying to do something, right? Rather than just go through eight periods a day. And that's when it started, you know, I started experimenting a little bit with uh, accounting uh, in there where the kids would um, actually take candy bars. I would go out to like a Sam's or Costco and buy them candy bars, and then they would resell them and pay me back, and we'd run it through the accounting cycle. <laughs> so the kids are actually making money. Sure. Totally illegal, but you know, <laughs> so. But nonetheless, a learning experience in itself. Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And and that's when I started thinking like these kids started like picking up things and, and going and going, and then you know then kids would try to like skip class, and you know they're literally doing math. This kid would be flunking math, but he's doing it. You know, right. so yeah. uh, and then I'm at the school I'm at now, Park, um, and you know, it just we started a small business management course there, and it's just been ever since. Um, but now, as technology comes out, like you're saying, right? These kids are just like there's no real. You can get anything, right? Anything and you they want. do, and you can learn anything that you right. want. Yeah, and 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 they do, and and like there's still a control in school, and it's like okay. So I've all the way until now, I, you know, I just started getting tired of people not listening. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to tell people stories using what we have, the social media, like YouTube and everything like that. Um, and right now, uh, you know, Seb and I are just running around and getting people's stories. And because mm -hmm. everybody's mad about it. Nobody likes high school, but no one's doing anything about it. It's right. weird. It's, it's it an enigma. Weird. And, then, and then you go into college and the debt that is out there it's like who is really saying that this is actually a good investment right i, I question that all the time you know my, my big why is like where are we going to go with this so um yeah like it pushes people like they're they don't want it like well, i'm supposed to go to college why i've asked that question to people and, and a lot of people can't really answer that question now it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Listen, I'm, I, I could relate to your story almost yeah. 100%. I came from a lot of the same situations that you came from, uh, teaching in you know inner city school, you know, a white kid going into an ethnic, ethnic mm -hmm. old neighborhood mm -hmm. and, and learning. And again, for me, it was the best experience of my life as well because it opened me up and, and it really made me see life from a new perspective, you know? Uh, and it is intimidating at 18 years old to expect to know what you want to do when you don't even have a clue who you are yet. Right. You know? And then I was telling Sabri earlier to attach that career with this gigantic amount of debt right. is just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, it's, especially at such a young age to make right. that type of decision. Right. It's just, it's too much pressure. And I don't know that that's a healthy way to go about teaching kids. No. You know? And, and really put that type of fear in them almost. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, they're very, they're very afraid. I mean, that's why kids are stressed out, right? Like, here's what's so funny to me. Like, parents are funny <laughs> in kind of a crazy way. Um, you know, you get there are some that, that get it, and then there are a lot that they, they just 
I got to do this. I well, they're really self-absorbed. You know, we talk right. about that a lot. Right, People right. get so, so self-absorbed in their own shit that they're mm-hmm. doing and, 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 and caught up in the money and the dollar sign. Right. I got to provide for my family, which right. is, you know, all in good intent. But somewhere by the wayside, everything else falls, right? right? right. E- even, you know, their, their health falls, maybe some relationships fall. And what, what's really sad is that without even the parents knowing, they almost are neglecting their kids right, right. and not loving them enough. Yeah, they're not you listening. Know? They're not, and they're not looking at like they're. Just, everybody got has to do what I do. That's what parents say. Like, okay, look, you, I went to college, so you have to go to college. Right. Well, mm-hmm. you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So, here's what's funny. Like, we teach financial literacy, and and you know, in our, in our department, and <laughs> everybody bypasses that. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's such a, they're like, oh, we don't want to teach that, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> when it's such a useful tool to have and in the gonna, real world. We're going to throw them into $100,000 of debt, but we're not going to teach them financial literacy. You know, it, it's it's, yeah. it's insane. I think a lot of these parents, though, that, that, A, these kids, I went to school. I actually graduated when I was 17. I was young. My mom wanted me out of the house young. Um, so she started me kind of early, I guess. I was in the August. That's my birthday. Okay. So, um and I, I had no idea. Like, I wasted a whole year of college not knowing what I went. There were some remedial classes. I got a terrible SAT score. Uh, I had a baseball game in the afternoon, and I was like, I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and bubble these in and write my name on it Yeah, and make sure I spell my name right. But um, So my SAT score, I, I, one of the universities that I, that I actually ended up going to, um, it, they they didn't allow me. They were like, no, you can't come. Too low of a score. Yeah, right. So I went to the school and then, you know, another college. And, you know, I, f- I actually found out I like radio. And, you know, I was like, all right, that's cool. That's worth like 28000 I think. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, so. the podcasting medium wasn't around right no, back no, then. You no, know what I mean? Yeah. Now anybody can start the damn radio show. You right? know, that's, I had I have beautiful. zero broadcasting experience. Yeah. And but but I love podcasting so much yeah. and I love listening to them. The amount of information that I've learned in the last year that I've been turned on the podcast has been astronomical, more than I've ever read in my entire life. Right. And this is something that kids could be doing now. Yeah. Right? Building yeah. on building on what they're actually learning in school. Um we're not letting them. We're not right. We're it's, not it's, it's too. Them. It's too traditional and yeah. and so like by the book style learning and assessments and the it's, Danielson model and oh all God. this <laughs> and all this stuff that you know we do, teachers and 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 even kids we're stepping on eggshells. Everything is yeah, yeah. so it's control. It's so controlling, right? Yeah. Do me a favor. Put this up. This, gotcha. this microphone this right right up right, right there. Up. Yeah. Oh, there that go. sounds a little yeah, better. Yeah, sounds a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think. Uh, when I when then when I went, here's what's funny, and here's here's my theory. I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm guessing it is. When I went to the the university, I got my first bachelor's or whatever mm-hmm. from the piece of paper mm-hmm. that cost right. a lot of money. <laughs> right. um, so huh, they said yes right away after one year of school. Right now, I'm privileged enough. My grandfather worked his ass off. World War II veteran. Um, you know, almost was killed in action on the uh, Battle of the Bulge, uh, started um, 25 dime stores with an eighth grade education, right? So right. so he put aside money and said, yeah, you're going to college. You know, uh, God rest his soul. Um, but they said yes, in my mind, because the bill was paid, right? Like, yeah. think about it, right? It's, yeah. a, it's mm-hmm. a money machine. Right, mm-hmm. right. Why didn't you say yes before? You had right. no idea what my skills are. I mean, I... You know, I did a little bit of like, you know, uh, I had a job, like I worked. You could ask, like, you know, what I was there every day. I missed one day in high school. 
like I, all four years, I missed one day. My dad was a teacher at my school, so I couldn't do anything. <laughs> right. So, um, so no one asks about that stuff. And those are the skill sets. Like, you know, do you get things done? Do you are you curious about learning? And you know, mm-hmm. so that curiosity in, in high school it bugs me, man. I see I see kids in in the hallway all the time walking around because think about it. Like if you're if you have, I mean, we do, but we, if you have eight meetings a day, and I don't know, maybe half your bosses are assholes, you know, yeah, right. like, it, would you do that for 180 days? Right. Like, yeah. that would it's be tedious. Cr- it's tedious. It's absolutely. You know, tedious. and I, I watched that video that you have. Eight periods a day suck. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so mad in that one. <laughs> it, it's crazy, and 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 I knew it. Look, I knew you were coming on today, and I yeah. teach also eight periods a right. day, and uh, I, I'm. In college, Wait, they didn't. Would they switch to eight periods? Yeah, they don't do block scheduling anymore. No. And oh, I do want to okay. talk to you about. Well, you guys used to do block. So scheduling. they did block okay. scheduling uh, in the '90s and the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and then uh, they switched from block scheduling to an eight-period day, 49-minute periods. Is there a reason for that, or do you know? I have no idea. When I got there, that was just the structure. I mm-hmm. didn't ask any questions. I just, you know, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to adapt and do my job to the best of my ability. Right. Um, so my day is fairly versatile, man. I'm in the classroom two times a day. Mm-hmm. I'm in the weight room two times a day, and I'm I have like I can use the, the gym or the field house or the outside for a team sports class once a day. Right. So I'm in different uh, settings all all day. And when I was in in college, I never really thought of myself as a classroom teacher. Right. You know, I'm a PE guy, hands mm-hmm. on. I'm, I, I've been a personal trainer since I was two thousand since two thousand seven, since I was eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. So my my particular skill set went to teaching hands-on style uh, exercise classes. So I never envisioned myself doing the classroom, but to get a PE teaching job in a suburban school, you got to be versatile. You got to have PE, you got to have health, you got to have driver's ed, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, last year was my first year teaching in the classroom, teaching health. And, you know, they never really taught me much how to, how to teach in the classroom when I was in school. I really just started picking up my things myself. (laughs) Uh, But the beauty of this is because I have a, a, a natural ability to help the other human beings, help right. other human beings, I'm, I'm altruistic. I figured out ways um, to get them to learn the content in authentic ways. And I, and I stumbled across one of your videos when you said yeah. getting kids to to uh, learn in authentic ways. So I'm right. trying these, these, these new things where kids are dissecting chapters of the book and, and the information themselves, putting mm-hmm. it together in a creative way right. and teaching each other this type of stuff. But what I found is, and today, I knew that you were going to be on, mm-hmm. and I was doing a lesson where the kids were teaching each other right. uh, the content of the material and the, the, the class for that day. And um, I have them do it three different times. So they're explaining the material to one group of kids. They're they're learning how to speak in, in a public speaking manner, mm-hmm. uh, articulating things in their own ways, using anecdotal evidence, using short stories to like relay the, the audience into them, right? right to get right. The, the audience attention and, and uh, ask higher level thinking questions to create discussion. Okay. I'm trying to get them to do that stuff and do that three times around with different kids, right? Okay. So the, the audience... The, the presenters are always coming up and saying the same type of thing and getting into their heads and really driving that discussion. I noticed that I can't do that in 49 minutes. Right. I get you myself cut off at the end. You know, yeah. it's like I have right. to cut off a conversation that's happening that's starting to grow <laughs> and I'm done and the bell yeah. rings and everybody wants to get up and go. Right, right. right. They're done. The bell right. rings. It's over. Yeah. You know, uh, and, I, and I really made that <laughs> mental note today. No, it's Because I really wanted to tell you that. That's the best. That's the best part. Like, I mean, it's the worst part, but it's it's the it's so funny. It's it's you're like we've had these happen like where you're you're just deep in in discussion and you're like the kids are just starting to roll. Yeah. And then beep 
<laughs> Game over. Damn, See you later, Mr. C. Yeah. I don't, give a, I don't care now, anymore. Yeah, right. They, they and, dude, we bolted out of that door. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we can relate as students, too. Well, but, yeah, it's it's factory. You're a factory right, worker. Kids right. line up at the door. It's hilarious. Like, why are you rushing, man? You're going to only like get... And I know why, because they've been... It's been 12 years of this right, stuff, man. Right, like, right. it's like, keep going, keep going. There's no room to grow. There's nothing there that is authentic for them. They can't, they can't, you're in a box. Right. They like can't express themselves freely almost. Right. You know, and then we wonder why kids are, you know, feeling distraught or having really emotionally hard times and trying to figure out who themselves, you know, who, right. who themselves right. or who, there's who the, they are. There's no time to figure out who you are. Yeah. It's on to the next class. Yeah. On to the next test. Got to get there five minutes or I'll be tardy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The, the interesting thing about that is um, for, huh. For me, like those authentic pieces, um, and and I look at like any community, like why are these students not in their community actually working on community challenges, right? Whether it, okay, there might be a parking thing, Oak Park, right, for instance. Let's use that as an example. Parking is troublesome, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't we just put a group of 20 students on that project and let them work with it? Like, just go here, take six weeks, and we want you to present to the town board or whatever. There's going to be math. There's going to be English. There's going to be history. There's going to be science. There's going to be all these different things Not in there. Not to mention working together with a group of people to accomplish something purposeful. Absolutely. You know what I mean? When Absolutely. you're When you're doing that and you have that peace in your life, yeah. it, it's hitting parts of your brain that you don't normally get dopamine and serotonin to. Right, right. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's something that people need to do regularly yep. because, again, that too, that purposeful working gets lost mm-hmm. in translation as people get older. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's, worth, it's worth it for the kids to do something mm-hmm. like that. It's worth it for the community to benefit from the kids' work doing something like that. Right. And everybody wins. It's, you it's, know what I mean? And it's non-traditional way of doing some school. And I think that's a beautiful idea. Yeah, man. right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. I'm really looking right now at the 12 to 16-year-olds, right? You're 16, you can get a job. Well, you know, I just think they're that, that age group, there's nothing, right? So we're building, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to Yolobi and David Douglas, who- You only live your life once, only better. Uh, yeah, yeah, you only uh, your life only better. Right, um, your life only better. It's got a huge, a great backstory, but um, long story short is is he understood like there is social media out there that can be helpful mm-hmm. and you can build your actual portfolio. Mm-hmm. And you can start when you're younger than 16 when you have a job, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so we're looking to like connecting opportunities with- um, with uh, the community. So an opportunity could be like a mentorship, um, a shadowing, just like I told you, man. Like, mm-hmm. I'd love to take my 12-year-old, you know, to, to your, yeah. your place. And, I would, I would you know? love that. That's how I grew up. That's how I learned. Right. You know. I so he's going to he's gonna remember that right. forever. You know, my neighbor is a pilot, um, and he uh, – he's probably flying over now. Um, <laughs> he's uh, – he's, uh, he remembers when he was 14, his father put him – with a pilot, a Delta pilot, one of these big wigs that were like in one of these triple sevens or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge plane buff, by the way. So this is okay. Like, I'll be on um, one tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Uh, where are you going, man? I'm going to Denver. Oh, are you? I'm Sweet. going to see a comedy show. I'm seeing the Godfather, Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Well, does he know you're like going to overtake him on the podcast? Oh, man. To be a top 10 podcast one day, that's, that's my next goal. That's what I'm driving for, Let's man. Go. I'm going to uh, keep putting this great oh, but, content well, out there. If, if you're flying, well, he's he might be regional. But anyway, um, anyway so he was. Um, 
so yeah, he remembers that. Like he sat with a pilot at 14 and the pilot was like, this is what you're going to do, right? This is what it looks like. Right. So those experiences are what we need to have our students. It's not uh, a worksheet. <laughs> you know, right. it's just or an eighty question test. Right, right. And by the way, the you know, there's so many different areas to go. The the funniest thing to me is uh, the only time anybody can't use the internet is when they take a test. Right. Why? 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 It's not right? practical. Like, no, it's not. Like we're done with that. <laughs> like sorry. Like times have changed. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so crazy. Like we we use I use social media a lot with my my kids, uh, my students. Um, you have to redirect them. That's why there's this huge social media problem, which it is addictive, right? Right. Like, but we're not teaching the kids how to use it properly. No, we're, we're they're being users and they're not being providers. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what it is. Right. I mean, if because we scared the crap out of them. Everybody gets when you're in middle school. You're like, I was just on sub on the way up. Like, there's uh, somebody looking at you and they're going to kill you <laughs> every time you go on Snapchat. You know, it's like, come on. Like, okay, you know, that's not real. Okay, right. yeah, it's, it's good to be safe, but um, those types of things are like, oh my gosh, that, that just gets me going. Every parent I talk to, you know, they're just like, why is it like this? This is suck. My, my kid's not getting anything out of school. I'm like, why aren't you doing anything? Why aren't you, why aren't you talking to administration? Why aren't you talking to school board members? Why aren't you running for school board? Right? Like you have to do, right. I'm, I'm always about to do, you know, everybody's got the idea. Ooh, let's, this is a great idea. Let's start the podcast. This is a good idea for a podcast. Who's going to actually have the balls to do something. Right. About it, I mean, you, know? you guys built this, right? I mean, that's, that's, what's a be- the beautiful thing right. is you turn your ideas into action. That's, that's one Bingo. of your, that's yeah. one of your, yeah. uh, and quotes. do it fast. Yeah. Like everybody's worried about, okay, I'm going to fail. And you know where they get the worry from school. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I, I can't fail because if I fail, it's like, I don't want to knock math, but I always do because my father was a math teacher for 32 years <laughs> and he actually knocked math. So, um, so there, you know, math is great in some instances, but, um, in, in a lot of the classes that move fast and mathematics is usually one of yeah. them, you, you miss something and they're like, Oh shit, sorry. Okay. We're going on to this. And you're like, wait a minute. I didn't, right. I didn't find X over here. Right. Um, you need that piece to go on to the next thing. Right, but we don't do it because we got to get through it because of Danielson or whoever, like, right. right? And then right. we have to get the test score and all those things. Right. It's crazy. And then look at the data, see where there's student growth, but is that data really worth, you know, is that re- data really accurate is, I guess, right. the better right. word. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, yeah. And I, I just, you know, it, it's... The more I question, the more I see, like, I'm a design thinker. I walk through a school and I'm like, holy crap, what is going on in this split? You know, yeah. like, look, there's great things, right? There's great people in there. For there's sure. They're trying things. A lot of good there. ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then there's there's this kind of, I call it like an oppression of the state. Like, you have to do all these things. Yeah. You have to take six math classes and 14 this and that. And it's like, really, it's stifling at the high school level. Like I just wrote a blog about like why can't a kid get a GED at 15 or 16 and then the next two years do what they love, do their passions, yeah, and work and on that stuff. Yeah, right. Like so, you know, say go deep, right? So say a kid wants to be in fitness, right, and they can get a GED at like 15 or 16, and yeah. then they could work with you, right, and go through and do a bunch of different things in physical education, right. and then just kick it, right, right, because you know the kids who love it and the kids right. who hate it. I'm mean, actually, it's funny that you say that. What I'm really trying to do is push kids into the field if that's what they have a genuine interest for, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a need for it. There's always going to be a need for helping people get fit, right? It's just, right. 
Sure. There's so much contradicting information out there about nutrition and exercise and what's right. They all they always need somebody there to you know. Losing uh, track. They need somebody. Point you in the right need, direction. Yeah, they need somebody there to point you in the right direction, right? And That's give why you, you got the machine and right? give you that accountability. My right. man, I love the machine. Right. right? Um, so, like in my class, I'm pushing these kids that have this genuine interest to to go into that field. And since I was part of that field, and I know how to get a certification, I know reputable mm-hmm. certifications, I know what it takes to get a job in a gym and to build a clientele. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm getting these kids thinking about that type of stuff mm-hmm. and I'm like if that's something you're interested in go into that field buy your certifications I'll give you the opportunities which yep. which certifications are going to be the best ones mm-hmm. uh, the most affordable and if you need me to help you with that I will be there to help you you know so I'm pushing them to try to mm-hmm. make something of this so that right. maybe they can turn it into some sort of passion or right. career yeah, yeah. eventually you know uh, another project I'm doing and I'm really in, interested in this project based learning style yeah, oh dude it's, you know? it's the bomb man it's but, where it's at but the problem is, is again do we have enough time to do that no. Is the project <laughs> is the project based learning we don't. And, and the eight periods yeah a good right. fit for each other right, right. you yeah. know what I mean maybe a, a block a block schedule would be a better fit for project based learning because right. you need a little bit more time to work on these projects mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, especially PE man like I yeah. I don't know like our old staff you know shout out to Geo but oh, man dude, like, they yeah. built my foundation man uh, but but going out you know outside and coming back like there's there's time that takes right yeah and and i don't know what the fields are like at, at ridgewood but like i'm like all over the place like like you know us we got to go across the street we got to right. do this that right this. um but in 48 minutes that's 15 minutes of your time right you know and then you get out there and the kids are like you know the ones that are like on that line and it's with any anything they're like there's like yeah, there's only like a half an hour, so right. I'm just gonna chill. Right. You know, yeah. they don't have that time to get to to, to really like get deep into it. it. Just it bugs the heck out of me, man. I, yeah. get, I get so mad with that stuff. Um, you know, it, I actually I, I keep going back to my blog, so I keep thinking about things. Yeah. You know, the environment. We don't watch what students do. We really don't. Like, I want every school board member to go through a week of school with the kids. So they have to experience the goods and the really crappy parts about it. I think that should be something everybody should have to do. For sure. Because when, so for instance, last night my, my son came home. He, again, another blog. I, just I read. I just. I just out. read it. I just right? read like it. Like yeah. he, he's got like a shoulder. Like he's like, oh, dad, my shoulder's hurting. Right? You know? And I'm like, right, thirty five pound backpack. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and then and Not then even he starts. The and then he opens. He starts opening up. He's like, well, we got two minutes between periods, and and then now, you know, if we have to go to the bathroom, the teachers tell us we have to go to the bathroom, and that and that. And I'm like, what are we doing? What are we? Are we? What are we doing? Are we making a good, a practical environment that the right, kids are right. going to strive in in the future, or is this like some yeah. sort of prisonment style? It's, you know what I mean? You said it, man. Sometimes, it's right it, there. sometimes yeah. it feels that way, yeah. right. at least from what I remember. And then yeah. those feelings like provoke us to want to be away from school and yep. like get distracted easily. I'm not going to yeah, do absolutely. this. And read why, this. Why shit. do teachers like? Why do some of them have that that they're not allowed? To, they don't want to send students to the bathroom. Uh, you know, like, well, probably because they never understood that concept. Well, have you ever asked a certain teacher why we're learning this? I mean, that's a good point. So <laughs> what they, what they, it's a control thing, right? Like, and, and I'll, I'm going to put it out there, man. It's a job. Like, yeah. you know, people are trying to save their own asses. I mean, it's it's happens, right? You're right. Like, you're, it's you're absolutely right. But but see, in in a model that that I'm looking at, like everybody's so fearful. Like, okay, let's say if we drop like three X Y Z credits, what happens to those teachers? I'm like, well, just redirect them. 
you know, you don't have to fire them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have X amount of kids. You still need to have one person per like 25 or 18 right. or 70. I don't know how many kids, you know, PE teachers, you guys got 400 kids. I don't know how you do it. I, I get I get capped at 45. Okay, 45. That, that oh, yeah. just 45. Yeah, <laughs> only <laughs> 45 insane. kids. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, and you know, so that's uh, about mm, a little over a minute a kid. Good job. Right, like right. So yeah. like, if we look at this in real reality, like there's you know you can redirect people, right? You mm-hmm. can you know you can take a science teacher and you know that can easily be morphed into something of the arts or you know art and science should sure. really go together. Yeah. I mean, you have 3D yeah. printers and all. This stuff, yeah. but we still build these walls, and it's like I don't know about about you, but like in our school, it's like I haven't seen certain teachers for weeks. Yeah, no, same thing. Just ridiculous. And my school is much smaller than yours. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's I, that that drives me nuts. It's like why, if somebody would just open their eyes and see, you know, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. We need we need more authentic authentic learning. Meaning like you know you got to get you got to give these kids something tangible. And I hear it from every type of parent, parents who are struggling, single parenthoods at home, to very wealthy parents, any, we have them all there. And every single one of them will say, if, you guys gotta get my kid interested in school. Hmm. And it's exactly that. Well, let's just keep doing the 50, 1950s model then. Right. That, that'll do right. it. And then, here I go, I'm on a tangent. Keep going, it. this is why so, you're here. Yeah, this no, is so, why you have a microphone in front of you. <laughs> the, uh, the, the other thing, though, that, that bugs me, right, is this whole AP thing, this whole AP push. Yeah, it's difficult. I know a lot of kids that I have are struggling with their AP right. stuff. But why know? are we doing it? Right. Like, right? Like, I mean, it, it's it's to make the school look good because of rankings. Right. Right? You look at rankings. What, how do you rank a high school, right? Graduation and kids going to college. Attendance. ACT, SAT, right? They do all those, right? And then they do the state tests or whatever. Right. Right? So what do we do? Ah. Honey, you're bad at math. I'm going to give you three math classes. Like why? Like why? You suck at that. I'm going to shove you more more of it in your face. Right. So obviously, right. you know, there's different ways to learn it. So, and we're not even researching that. I mean, I think there are some schools out there that are doing it. I mean, there's some pretty cool schools out there. Um, you know, I got a buddy who I met um, this uh, summer. He's, it's, uh, I can't remember the school. It's an entrepreneurship school in Fresno. Uh, I think it's a it's a Paterno, Patino. Sorry, I think I can't remember. Right That's now. okay. Anyways, um, but the, the he, premise of it. He basically takes it's an entrepreneurship course. It's based off the incubator program, which you guys are getting, mm-hmm. um, I think. Um, so well, we'll see. They're we going uh, sophomores. The yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> sophomores, juniors, and seniors. So the sophomore year, he said we take the entire year and deprogram our kids. Like we have to celebrate failure. They, they have to be able to fail. And he's at a super, it's a public school. It's not like a charter school or whatever. And I don't want to get in the politics of that. Yeah. But, but basically, like, what they do is they let, like, everything's in there. So they have an English teacher. They have a math teacher. They have a science teacher. And they're all just kind of hovering, mm-hmm. right, while these kids are creating their own business ideas, the lean startup, et cetera, et cetera. And so they, they learn. And, by the way, their test scores, these are some of the, a lot of these kids are marginalized. I hate that. They're yeah, marginalized, right. whatever that means. Um, but their their scores are going up. So the labeling, too. I'm just going to keep going because the labeling thing drives me absolutely freaking berserk. I uh, hate el- Elaborate a little bit on okay, that. Okay, so special ed. <laughs> right? Okay, so term. there's 
there are certain students who have, you know, certain uh, capabilities and things like that that are that are altered a little bit or, you know, they're natural or whatnot. I get that. But we start labeling kids, you know, oh, you're not a high achiever. Well, no, you're not a high achiever in academia. You could be the best business owner or you could be the best artist. Right. right? Um, we don't look at that. We're always talking about like, oh, yeah, yeah, my kid's gifted. Gifted at what? Like your kid's just really good at academics. Like your kid can right. understand, read something maybe quicker, and then bubble in things better, um, faster, right? right. It's, cra- it's, that's it's, it. it's insane to me. So all these labels are like, that. that's killing people. I mean, it, I sure. hate that stuff. Like so. Yeah, you're on the college prep track. You're um, in the remedial. Like what? <laughs> yeah, or all the, or all the, the like. I, I know that I was having a conversation with a freshman the other day. He's like worried that he wasn't going to be on track for graduation. He's like, oh, if I miss this or I get this, <laughs> right. am I going to be on track? I'm like, dude, you're a freshman. You have yeah. a lot of time here to like that's, you know that's figure that so stuff bad. out. That's you a don't want him to be year old. right thinking that way. Or off the bat the kids should be discovering stuff you yeah. know like you so know. it's awesome he's telling me about all his like he's like yeah so I have this job with a friend of mine at the mall and I'm learning how to sell this and I get 15% commission on this and all that and I'm like sounds like it'll be fine I'm like listen to the way you're speaking you're 14 years old yeah. and you're already talking about making a profit from your commission here and then figuring out what you're going to spend on you know spend that money on to do this and yeah. to do that mm-hmm. I'm like dude you're you're gonna be fine. Yeah, pump, yeah. pump the brakes. <laughs> right. It's a little bit more advanced than the average fourteen-year-old. You, uh, you know what the cost of goods sold is, so you're fine, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Like, though, you know, I mean, there's the point taken. Like, I, I have, a, I had a kid last year um, who uh, created an app. Like, you know, he, he had the money to do it. His parents were okay with it and everything, and he created this app. But while he was like focusing on this, and the app was, it was a cool app. Um, when he started doing that, like his math scores started again. Here I go on math. I, you know, it could have been anything. Could have been anything. It's English in your order. DNA, dude. It, it is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I calculated that. Um, so it started dropping, and then he got a call from Arizona University, which is where he is now, and they were like, "Yeah, um, we see your math scores dropping. He's a senior, right?" And I'm like, "Give me the freaking phone. I will call Arizona right now, and they'll be mad if they're not going to take a senior in high school who has created an app, and you're not going to take him because his math score is dropping." Seriously? I mean, really? Like, who are these people? Right? Like, I mean, that, that's insane. That's it is insane, man. So, I mean, it's it's just all this. A lot of it, though, like it comes from the the fact, like I, I know when I was a kid, if you didn't go to college. It was like, ooh, yeah. And I still have friends who, from high school, they're like, yeah, I didn't go to college. I'm like, okay. So, you know, you didn't take on huge debt. So what? Yeah. It's right? a sin. Right. You're not right. It is. It's, it's, it's labeled as all this stuff. And, and it drives it me nuts. It makes people feel like losers. But you get uncomfortable when you have to it's, tell people that you're like, no, I didn't go. And you're like yeah. waiting to it's be got scolded. The, right, it's right. It's got yeah. the stigma, man. Yeah. It's it like, totally oh, does. you just must have sat down and yes, just drank dude. a fifth of uh, whatever every night, didn't yeah. you? That's I'm a college sure. dropout, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, here's the thing, you know, Peter, uh, it's interesting because Sabri and I went through that that process. And, mm-hmm. and we'll talk again about this on your podcast. But our, our story was like that at 18 years old. Yeah. You know, we just graduated high school and we were thinking about going to college because that was the right thing to do. Neither of our parents mm-hmm. went to college, so we don't have that, like, well, that background. Hold yeah. on, what? My dad kind of did. Community yeah. college? Well, yeah, he went to he went to Triton, actually, and he was um, 
So the, he the, started going to dental school. He wanted to be a dentist. No shit. Okay, yeah, so I can't my even bad. Imagine that. So yeah. my bad. His dad went to college. I didn't okay. know that. My bad. But uh, again, he a, lied. He a lied. successful yeah. no. non-completed. I don't, I don't know yeah. that. I don't know that that Triton slash dentist course taught him how to build up three businesses that he's right, got. Right. He yeah, owns. Yeah. He owns half a Schiller Park over here. That yeah. freaking land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tell him to make the trains move fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's been around long enough that he might have some pull. Yeah, cool. Really, I like it. Um, but anyways, like. We didn't have that. My, my parents, anyway, didn't mm-hmm. have that traditional college background, nor did they even know what the heck that entailed. Right. right so right. growing up, I was kind of like confused about the entire process. Mm-hmm. Also, I found myself making decisions based on my fan, my family's financial, right? Uh, you know, my their mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. and I knew that it wasn't anything extravagant. They're blue collar people just mm-hmm. putting money away to make ends meet and live. Right. You know, so. I'm going to DePaul, the only school that I ever thought I was going to go to because yeah. I loved the idea of going to Lincoln Park and right, all this right. extra stuff, you know? Well, you really wanted to spend money, didn't you? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, right? But I think that I'm, I'm still paying for somewhere again yeah. on, my, on my student loans. I think that was the only school I applied to. Yeah. yeah. The only school I even looked at, man. I didn't, we didn't even research. We're just like, Nothing. oh, yeah, DePaul's cool. Right. Lincoln right. Park, <laughs> downtown, you can't go wrong. <laughs> you know what There's I'm saying? nothing wrong there. So, like... Um, we're doing that and I, I, at the time I was certified as a personal trainer so yeah. I was working right after my college courses were over but I was majoring in business and I was mm-hmm. like okay what am I doing with this with this these classes and I'm taking a train and then a bus and I'm right. walking and I'm going to do this thing that I'm not even like remotely interested in and yeah. these people don't even give a shit or don't care and yeah. I'm you know it's just an awkward environment and then I go back home and then I take the train and the bus and I'm sitting and I gotta get my my, my trainer shirt on and I get my workout in and I'm like my business is suffering here right right for, for what you know right. what is this what right. is, what is the reason for all this stuff now maybe if I wanted the the actual traditional college lifestyle maybe right. living there would have been a better option to enjoy the actual whatever if that's what my route was mm-hmm. but at the end of the day like that wasn't what I wanted to do or even thought was remotely possible given my financial situation. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So we were like in this rut, like what do we do? Do we yeah. continue to do this stuff or do we drop out? Right. And for me, like at 18 years old, I dropped out of college uh-huh. and I was like, you know what? Screw college. I'm just going to work. I'm meant to be a trainer anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I had that stigma attached to me. I felt kind of like a loser because I right. was a college dropout, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't know what I was going to do with myself long term. Right. And I didn't know that if I didn't know essentially if training was going to be the life I wanted to live long term and have a family and the hours and all right. that stuff, you know, I would think in, you know, I would think in those terms. Um, but I took those two years mm-hmm. after high school to really figure out yeah. who the hell I was. Was. Right, right. And again, at 21 years old, 20 years old, you still really don't know yeah, who right. you are. You're just building on these things that you like. And if you're lucky enough, you're honest with yourself. Right, right, yeah. If you're lucky enough, you're honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was lucky enough to have a family and a strong foundation of, of parents that loved the shit out of me yeah. and pushed me to do whatever I felt was strong in myself. Right, right. right? So I'm lucky in that regard. Mm-hmm. So I never had trouble going down the path of doing the things that I like to do, right? right? Fitness was something I love to do. Playing soccer was something I love to do. Playing in my band was something I love to do. Yeah. And I just did all these things. And, yeah. and you know, as a 29-year-old now, I, I look back and all that, and I learned so much with all those little interactions about mm-hmm. myself, you know, and ultimately it led me to the path where I'm at today. But in those two years, mm-hmm. you know, where the these kids, you know, our students, they find yeah. themselves like questioning what to do, what do right. I have to do? You they're know, just, just forced. They're forced. And you know what? It's 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 okay 
to take the time to just decompress and think about what it is that you truly are passionate about yeah. and what you truly want to do with yourself and learn about yourself. You know C- what I mean? Certain the, the stigma about that is people think, and I've heard this from even like counselors, will tell you that, oh, I think you're just wasting time. So if finding yourself is wasting time, that doesn't, no, like that yeah. doesn't add up. That's such a negative <laughs> thing to say to it somebody. Is. Wasting yeah, time. I've heard it. What, over what else and over do you? Again. What else do you have? You have right. nothing but time right. to grow. And and, yeah. and I even me too. I thought that way. I was like, I'm wasting time here, training. And sure. I don't have my college degree. And I'm. Right. And I remember saying, I'm going to be behind my, you know, my my right. my peers who yep. graduated. Yep. Behind where? where where's yeah. the race? Right. Is there a finish line? I think it's in a casket. We're all going to be there. You're so. right. B- bingo, yeah, my man. Right. I mean, bingo. You're. I mean, that's that. That's what. That's not a race. You're like, if if you're looking at life that way, you're fucked. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, like like you are looking, you're comparing yourself to others, right? And you're right. always gonna fall short, no matter what, because there's yeah. always gonna be somebody right. who knows something better than you, or sure. smarter than you, or outwork you, or stronger. I said that than you. to my high school girlfriend once. Like <laughs> you know, uh, there's always something better, and that <laughs> oh, didn't go move. too well. But you know, <laughs> now I know what it, you know. So, um, but you know, that's that's the thing. Like everybody. <laughs> You're wasting time. And then the, the, you also have the other end. And, and I'm glad, like, you had the parents that were, were there, you know, like, yeah. you know, just, just, lucky. just do it, right? But they're also the other parents. And these are the parents that are like, you're going to be a doctor or you're out, you know? And That's it's like, so scary. It's right? terrible. Yeah. And it happens. Or you're going to be a D1 athlete. And you're, you know, I've had your people, grandfather was a Division right. One athlete. I was a Division One yeah. athlete. And you, you bet your be. ass you, you will be, be yeah. as well. Or I swear to God, <laughs> you're not getting, you're not getting this check for your yeah, tuition absolutely which <laughs> my my dad was a d1 athlete so it's a badass what but, happened uh, to you though uh you know i just i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i actually only played football for three years and then i stopped so uh there's a blog about that but um yeah i mean it's it's you know i've heard parents say you know i made this mistake you're not going to make this mistake and you're like you know what like that i'm not living your life you yeah, know so right. if you have parents that, that are that are like saying that to you Sorry, that's man. Pr- like, yeah. I mean, difficult. I got. I, I mean, Gary Vee's even said it. Which oh, yeah. Huge oh, yeah. fan of Gary Vee. Like, too. right. Sometimes your parents are trying to stop you. They don't want you to be smarter than them. Right. Right. I mean, wow. That's yeah. an interesting way to say that. That is. Yeah. You that, know, like you, you said, maybe you know, without even them knowing, they're doing that to their yeah, offspring. Right. Absolutely. They're saying like, I, I'm in control here, mm-hmm. and you will never surpass what I'm going to do. But sure. you know, I, I never looked at it that way. I looked at it as kids are afraid to do something because of the opinion of their parents Absolutely. or the opinions of their, their fiance yeah. or the opinion of their friends or whatever, yep, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes maybe those people that they're around are suppressing them and right. making them feel inferior in some way so that they think that I don't want to do this because of the opinion of my whatever, my mother, father, brother. Yeah. You know like what I'm I mean? Like I'm walking in the neighborhood it's crazy. as a parent, right? And they're like, yeah, um, your son dropped out, huh? You know, you're going to hear that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, you know, I just, deal. I just saved a shit ton of money, <laughs> so, no. but like, you know, um, so it, everybody has their own path, except we're trying to tell everybody has to go through the path. Now, right. again, these are my theories and I don't have much to back this up, but okay. Let's look at testing companies. Let's look at, 
uh, the college board. Let's look at national, uh, whatever it is, Merit Scholar is a corporation. You know, like all this, st- there's money behind a lot oh, of this yeah. stuff, right? Yep. So everybody's got to do it and boom. Um, but, you know, like some of the coolest people I meet are just have similar stories as you, right? So yeah. uh, Dino Andrews on a trustee did Felony Franks, um, just shut I down. So, uh, yeah, he, he owned this. Uh, um, a hot dog stand where he would uh, pull ex-offenders and actually, you know, transition them back, give them jobs and, huh. and support, and you know, just mm-hmm. give people a second chance. Yeah, right, awesome right. dude. Um, he's on the he's on the board at um, at Oak Park um, as a trustee. Like he worked with our management class, and he was like, "Yeah, come on in." We we sat down for one meeting. We're like, "All right, we're doing this the next three weeks." That's how I like work, you know. It drives yeah. people nuts, but that's how I. That's all right. So I don't. I don't. I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. Like our kids are gonna learn management, and they're gonna do a coffee shop that that is uh, community owned. And he's actually working on this real. It's an authentic project. Mm-hmm. So in our conversations while we're working with students and everything, he's like, "Yeah, you know, I played uh, billiards for eight years out of high school." And I'm like, "Whoa, wait a minute, what? Did you, did you know like Minnesota fat?" and those guys and he's like yeah I met him like a couple times so wow. that's pretty cool but and then he went to college right? right and then he figured out what he wanted to do right. but even if you don't go that's not the point the point is like he took eight years man right. and he learned you know right. a whole bunch of stuff but, the guy's extremely he's successful because sure. he, he and he's helping others that's the big deal yeah. right so I don't know when when you get into like everybody, Naviance. Oh, don't, did you guys have the Naviance no. system where like it's where everybody's got to type in? The, our juniors are like everybody's got to do the college search, right? We separate college and career. It drives me nuts. It's the same freaking thing. Right. We're all trying to get right. to somewhere where we want to be happy. Right. right. Eventually. Why is college that? Right. Obviously, it's not because there's trillions of dollars of debt out there that mm-hmm. people are like, mm-hmm. you can't default yeah. on it. Now we may so, have that. I, I just I don't know. Yeah. I'm not maybe, maybe I'm not educated. I just. I, right I don't know so. um, but listen man like to, to make change mm-hmm. again we're putting this into action and we're, yeah. we're, we're start we're, we're first we're you know we're acknowledging the issues mm-hmm. right and what are we doing we're talking about it right right and uh, we're recording this conversation yeah yeah and, and a lot of other smart people are going to hear this mm-hmm. and hopefully it will impact them to make a change in their school or at least have the conversation right you right. know at least have the conversation with your administration with the people in your community mm-hmm. uh, to make this style of change to benefit our future essentially right 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 I and mean that's you, what we're doing you know I think one of the things that that I found myself doing is just testing not only in the school you know honestly I go I go to school every day trying to figure out how am I going to get more and more students engaged in what they want to do. Yeah. That's why I became a business teacher. It's the easiest thing to do, right? Um, I, I have a huge network I try to set up, and I love the fact that you're you're actually like with a kid who wants to maybe be a trainer, like you're trying to set him up here. Oh, yeah. I can give you A, B, C, and D. Oh, yeah. Um, fortunately, as a business teacher, I have a wide range of things, and that's what I do. That's so beautiful. And don't be surprised if I send you like a kid who wants to be trainers. I we hope have that you do. I, but that's the network that I want to um, I really want to open up to these students. And, and I do. I go to school every day expecting to be fired. I really do. And, and I love it. Right? Do you I, love I, that? I do. I, I want to pick your brain on that. Maybe we can talk about that off the yeah. off the air. <laughs> uh, I, I don't care. Like I, I will tell you right now. Like you know what? If 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 you're sitting in status quo, you're not you're not doing anything. You know, if 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 you're not trying to change something, I'm pissing a lot of people off. I am, and and it's okay. 
You know, I know that I'm I'm making change. That's the hardest part because when you do try to make a change, you somebody's going to be. Off. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you know, I've had several several people like say, you know, what are you doing? Like you you can't do that. And like, all right, well, I tried and I failed. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Why are you, why are you, why are you, I always said, why are you delivering mail on Sunday? You know, the old Seinfeld is yeah. like, yeah. Yes. yeah, because I want to, you know, because it's better for our client and it's all about student. You know, if, if, if we keep our eyes on the client, the student, I always call him client, business teacher, mm-hmm. that nothing is going to go wrong. It's that, I mean, nothing is going to like get in your way. Things are going to go wrong all the time, yeah. <laughs> but we're talking about teenagers. Um, but like, you're going to you a lot of the decisions are made to save asses in the in the building yeah you and i know this walking and on eggshells right for sure. i mean and it, it's in any business mm-hmm. any it, corporate industry almost right you know? right and then you throw government red tape in it just gets worse <laughs> but like you know yeah but, you know what? i'm listen, i'm young i'm young in the, oh, in, yeah. in the industry yeah and i'm learning all this stuff little by little as mm-hmm. i go but at the same time like I'm just trying to do the best job I can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm just, I'm trying to, to grow as a person and mm-hmm. I'm trying to grow as a teacher. And uh, I mean like the things that you say really resonate with me, be authentic with them, get them to be authentic and learn in their own ways and right. build their character. Cause at the end of the day, that's what truly matters. Right. So I'm really trying to build content in a way that they are doing just that, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? Um, but again, like the, all the other s- things that come with the whole education part, you know, right. the politics behind everything, how yeah. everything is so like straight and narrow and <laughs> my, my father follow, follow the rules and by the book. And I, if you do something wrong, then you're going to get reprimanded for it. Right, and it's right. all coming from a good place at the end yeah. of the day. Right. We want to help the kids become better members of society. Right. So every, every, like every failure is livable. Like, right. I yeah. mean, that's, that's what we, we try to teach. Um, my father told me not to go into education. Really? So yeah, if you, if you ever have kids and you don't want them to do something, just tell them not to do it and they'll go do it. Yeah, so it's great. Right. Like yeah. don't, don't be a millionaire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but don't do things that you love. You yeah, idiot. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> Reverse but, psychology. You know, right. It works. Um, cause of politics. He was like, don't, yeah, the politics are crazy. Um, when I, when I shove the politics aside and like you focus on, on the student, like it, and here's the other thing, like a lot of, there, there is <laughs> some some high school teachers across the board are arrogant, but you're just you. It, when you figure it out, you're just a high school teacher. Which yeah, I'll admit I'm, I'm a little arrogant. My wife will say that. <laughs> uh, but like, but if when you figure it out, like I'm just a high school teacher. Okay, all right, let's let's move on. You know, it's not like I'm mm-hmm. freaking making two mil a year, right. like Running a company, right? But you have the power to change hundreds maybe thousands in mm-hmm. my case molder but of of people you yeah. know and the other piece is that arrogance will will hold you back from learning from your students there's a, a I, look i didn't just pick up snapchat and and instagram and do it like ooh huh, this is cool I heard from previous students. I mean, you know, shout out to Dan Bevan, who uh, is uh, 24-hour uh, devs, does the websites and everything. Previous student of mine, right? Like, Was he on one of your episodes? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I'm, I think I'm, he was I'm, early on. No, he was actually seven or something like that, wasn't he? Six. Oh, yeah. six. I feel like I, so, yeah. I, I, when I was scrolling through your videos, yeah. then he was on there. So, yeah, the first three are actually, or four were like, you know, Seb was on. on and, there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're learning from these 
the students. Hell yeah. Right? I'm inspired that's, by that's them almost at. every day. Like when I see them presenting material and having conversation and discussion right. at 14 years old, like in, in their own little unique personal way, I'm just right. like, ah, okay. All right. That's cool. I like you, it. Because you have to do that because when there are teachers who want to control their classroom, right? And and I get like, yeah, there's got to be, you know, some sort of observed rules. Sure. I get it. I struggle with them. but <laughs> So, but like, I think one of the things that, that, they don't understand, meaning the teachers don't understand, is like you're if you tell the kid what to do constantly, they're just gonna become a zombie. Yeah. And and if you give kids a little bit of, hey, well how you, how would you do this? And and I'm gonna hold you accountable for it and let's let's have some fun with it, that builds social capital, right? And we don't do that. And it's funny to me because every time I have a kid, usually in my, my junior seniors when they're in management course and they're like, Hey, what, what do you want us to do next? You know? And I, and I always like, I always tell them, I want you to give me $500. I'm still waiting. I want you to figure it out, dude. You're, right. you're smart. Right. You can right. Let you those, know, and let they get mad and that's cool. Like even in my computer applications course, right. I get some kids who are like working on some programs and they, and even today, you know, they get, they get really mad. They're like, Ooh, this program sucks. And then I'm like, okay, so how do you fix it? Well, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, okay, how do you fix it? You know, you, you have the world in front of you. Right. You're just going to have to put in the work. Right. right? Um, mm -hmm. and, but you don't do it like you're an idiot. You got to go no, do it. Right. You got to like, I, I believe in you. You know, you sure. know, it's all, sure. you know, that. And sure. and then they can actually teach you too. They're like, well, I don't like this because it does this. And then we, I'll create things yeah. a different way. Yeah. And you just grow with it. I mean, you know, it's one of our greatest projects for management course is a t-shirt project. So we have the kids, give, we have a t-shirt printer, which I actually learned today via YouTube. Right. I took five hours. I took a professional development day today and literally learned how to work this machine, which we got a nice grant. Um, and it's a $20,000 T-shirt printer. Um, we use like some Perkins grant money or whatnot. So the kids can actually come in and, and print really nice T-shirts. And so I'm We're doing that at Ridgewood, by the way. I know. Yeah. Luca's yeah. doing it. Luca's Luca like killing it. Great, great yeah. job with it, man. Man, he's a bulldog. I love he that guy. He is a bulldog. We oh, talked We talked the other day, and yeah. he's like, hey, I heard you play the guitar. I'm like, yeah, I play the guitar. He's like, dude, I went to school for music. I was like, dude, get you on my podcast. Let's yep. go. Oh, yeah. But he's doing all that stuff. He's making kids print yep. T-shirts, and they're, they're, the kids are like selling T-shirts around the school, and you know, I bought a few of them. I'm still waiting for them, by the way. Yeah, Every really? time I see the kid, I'm like, yo, where's my them. merchandise? <laughs> I gave you that money, bro. Where's my merchandise? Oh, but it's yeah. coming in the mail. We got to get it. But yeah, they're doing that stuff. So right. continue. I'm sorry. Well, no, no. That's what I love about it. Like, you know what? what he's showing is is um like there's an there's an out man there's something that that you get from doing what you're doing right there's there's i mean look i don't have patience as much as the next guy mm -hmm. but these students have no patience yeah. right they're like if five minutes from now i don't see a candy bar in my hand because i did this <laughs> i'm going to blow up right, right. or if my grade uh, is not where it's supposed uh, right, to be because right. i just finished this assignment yeah. in two seconds then you know exactly right. exactly so i mean that and that's the other thing is like chasing the grade right. it's like it's a oh, letter dude please yeah. don't even <laughs> like so, i'm i'm four years in this is my fourth year in man and like mm -hmm. i'm already starting to be like what is what right. this grade thing right i mean is it really that that, I mean, I get it. I, I get the whole right. idea, right? We were raised on this thing, but times are changing, man. Right, right. I mean, that's that's the thing. I, and so it, that's a whole nother, like, shoot, we can do podcast, podcast 16 there. Yeah. But it's it's really about, like, you're chasing a letter. Like, what do you really want out of this? Now, some kids in certain classes, they're like, I don't, crap, I don't care about this class. So I'm just going to do it right. to get the grade. And get right? by. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because if a kid doesn't get an A, a large portion, larger than... 
I've ever seen it before. If they don't get an A, they're like, oh, I'm terrible. Huh. <laughs> yeah. like, why? Yeah. Well, why? What makes it terrible? Like, you try like, something, you like, messed it up. Here's, here's what I do in my management class, which is great. Like I say, look, um, I'm, I'm going to give you an A, B, or C in this class. No, you're not going to fail if you show up, right? And I'm like, A, I'll hire you. B, mm, maybe. C, yeah, I wouldn't hire you. I like that. And it freaks, it takes it right off the top. Now your lazy kids will, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know? whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you still have to find ways to like, hey, You, man, you no. use this concept? Absolutely. Absolutely. Pisses people off, but whatever, you know. I love that idea. Yeah. Dude, you're you're really opening my eyes here. <laughs> Thanks. I'm telling you, like you're really opening my eyes because these are the questions that I raise in my head subconsciously. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like as I like kind of just like feel the energy and I'm mm-hmm. just like, hmm, hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I'm playing by the rules because, you know, I'm a law-abiding citizen. And I want to, you know. I'm not. I spit <laughs> well, I, 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 you tenured already? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Which right? I'm using that actually to change the system. I, I don't actually, I don't agree with tenure. I don't like it. I, I like competition. I like different things in schools because actually as a business teacher, if we lose students coming into our electives course, then we lose a teacher. It's like real yeah. life. So we have to sell, right? Yeah. Um, but after I got over that, I was just like, just kick ass in the class. See, this is this is where you're, yeah, this is where it's going. It's like you you're not afraid to get fired. You're like you're going right. into work every day hoping that you get fired, right. or at least like having the discussion. Right. And you're just like, I'm just a I'm just a high school teacher. Right. I, right. I, you know, I'm not making two million dollars a year, like you said. Like, yeah. That's crazy because I guess I'm in a position in my life where, like financially, you know, my wife and I are building, mm-hmm. you know, we're building our home and right. and we have dogs and we want to travel and mm-hmm. do our thing and like the the last thing I want to do is lose my job that I've fucking worked my tail off to get. But you've created already, right? You're a doer. Yeah. Right. Uh, all you got to do is prove that you're a doer. You're curious. Um, you you want to learn. You can you can adapt to change. You can work with all kinds of people, which you're actually bringing all kinds of people on your podcast. Yeah. Like you're a doer. So. You know, I'm a doer. I'm a doer. <laughs> and by the way, you could slip right back into the industry of fitness. I mean, yeah. so, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, it's bold. I mean, it, people people will look at that and say, oh, well, Donnie, you're a little arrogant. You know what? But you're not. You're just confident. Right. right? I mean, that's right. And I think that's that's one of the things that, that people look. There is we're in an old industry, right? We're in an industry where if, if you stay and of course we're in Illinois, so who knows? But if you stay for X amount of years, you're gonna get paid every year. Right. And I actually don't believe that because I think we're so messed up in this state. Like yeah. I, you know, I talked to one of my buddies who's, uh, they specialize in a, a business where they buy out pensions and do some different things like that. So you're really uh, opening my brain to a lot of things. Oh, I was, I was just like, look, man, be honest, right? I got like 20 years. I don't even know how many I have left because I, I stopped counting. But I was like, so say I had 20 years left. What am I going to get on the dollar? Because I know I'm not going to get the dollar. And he's like, eh, maybe 40 cents, you know? And so I'm like, okay, that's, you know. So I'm taking some money and, and putting it here and there and all those different types of things. So if you change that worldview of you're going to stay in this forever and you look at each year and try to build every freaking student that's in there as much as you can, you'll get up earlier, you'll be happier, and you won't even look. So somebody think about it. Like, you know, there's, 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 Teachers in there, they're like, "Yeah, I got five years left, oh, man." I hear, I hear the conversation tick a lot. Tick tock, tick tock, yeah. and it's like, "No, man, that's I got no fourteen. Way to live. I got seven. Right, right, and and I, I got thirty-two. 
Yeah, right. You, you got yeah. 80. Sorry. Because yeah. so, the way we're going, we just keep extending it. Um, but yeah, you can't think that way. You know, if, yeah, if you change right. that mindset, like it's funny because when, when I talk to, I've talked to some of my superiors and, and, you know, I know they got a job to do, but they're like, well, you know, how are you going to react in like 10 years to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to be here. And they freak, like, because that's not the common answer of a right. teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially in a system where you you get like a pension or, or whatever we're gonna get, um, that freaks them out because that's their only playing card. Yeah, it's like, all right, whatever, you know. Because if you're changing kids' lives, they can't like, you're gonna have allies, you're gonna have community allies, you're gonna have uh, parents that are like, damn, you're doing some great stuff with yeah. my kid, right? Yeah. Which you're already getting that, and you in in the students themselves. Just wait till they start coming back like from wherever they are. They may go to college, they right. may go into the right. world or whatever. Right. And actually that's what Seb and I are doing right now is we're reaching out and I'm trying to find those students that some of them were great students in my class, some of them didn't give a crap. Um, and I wanna hear their stories. And I wanna hear like what's what's next. So dude, I'm, that's amazing. I wanna do the same exact thing. Do it, man. I like, wanna do the yeah. same exact thing. And I'll tell you, dude, what really got me going into teaching and, and, and trying to become a teacher, well, to, the idea to go back to school mm-hmm. and get and jump through all those hoops to be a certified teacher. Yeah. I was coaching and it just so happened to be I was coaching at Ridgewood at the time. It was mm-hmm. two thousand and eight, two thousand nine, when I was in that limbo phase of right. you know, post high school, don't know what I wanna do with my life. I don't wanna waste it in college if I don't know what I'm doing, right? Yeah. That story. And again, I'll gladly repeat it on your show. Um, but I was coaching at Ridgewood, mm-hmm. coaching soccer, and I had a great group of kids in 2008 and then again in 2009, and I really, really liked those kids and their style of play, and uh, they were a unique bunch, very, very smart, mm-hmm. very uh, creative kids that all wanted to win state championship. Right. Because... Um, I, I had I had won a third place state championship back in 06 at Maine South. Oh wow! And um, you know, just uh, had that mindset, had that goal. Mm-hmm. And then when I first started coaching in 08, two years after that that state run, I was like, okay, well, these kids are pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. None of my none of my guys that won that third place state championship went to any Division One college. Nobody right. was all state. We were just average group of players that all had a goal that yeah. wanted to go down to state. And man, we we had such a year, and it was awesome. And you know, we reminisce about it all the time. I go back at, to, to Maine South and. I I talk to my head coach and we have reunions and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I saw that same thing in these kids in 2008. Yeah. You know? And uh, we we worked our tails off in the off season, indoor soccer at nighttime, weight training, sprinting, all that stuff, and, yeah. and, and building them up in their head saying, hey, you guys can do the whole state thing too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You just got to work a little bit hard and all come together and have this common goal. And then lo and behold, 2008, they made it to the state final. Yeah. You know? Awesome. And uh, they lost. But... They had to had they had that experience that I had, and uh, you know, in that time in 08 and 09, I was really telling them that like you guys can totally have this, yeah, you yeah. can totally have this, and uh, they did. And I was like, oh my god, I, I feel like I kind of started that little, yeah. you know, thought in their head, and they went out and executed. It was amazing. I'm yeah. like, I, I got to do this full time. I right. got to be a teacher. And it just so happened, eight years later, I got a job at that very school. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, how you're getting those kids back? Well, those guys that won that state tournament. I keep in contact with like seven or eight of them regularly. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. and they're you know I was a nineteen year old kid at the time, and they mm-hmm. were sixteen. You know, so the age difference was you know right there. Right. Um, but they're like really good friends of mine. Right. Now, right. You know, and Sebastian too. Like when I was in college, I was coaching him. Yeah. When yeah. he was kicking at Oak Park, he was a lot he, smaller back. Much then. smaller. Yeah. This kid, gallon <laughs> of milk a day. Yeah. Shout out, strongman Seb. Yeah. But like 
now we're rekindling again. Right. And he's doing such awesome things and yeah. he's got such a positive attitude and, you know, didn't have like the strongest upbringing, but it's so special. Right. You know, right. and I, and we're creating this relationship again. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I got you along, yeah. you know, and I met you somewhere down my path as well previously right. and we're doing this again. Yeah. So, uh, I'm excited to get to that point in my career where I am going to have successful students and right. I'm going to be able to bring them on my show or talk to them, you know, on a YouTube channel or something and let yeah. let people know like how that influence happened and what their story is. It's, it's going to happen. I think I think one of the cool things about that is like every every class is its own story. I mean, the worst teachers actually start to try to compare. And I do it myself. Like sometimes I'm like comparing like, well, last year was this or that, right? I think it's natural to reflect and uh, compare. Right. And that, so. um, but if you can get out of that mindset, like and start to figure out, okay, what are the opportunities with this class or, or this student or whatever? So, I mean, I'm going to tell you a quick story about Seb. Like when, when he was in my class um, in computer apps, um, he was like killing it on the uh, Photoshop, like just killing it. Like, I mean, every day, like he would just come in and start working. Now he'll say his work then sucked, but <laughs> it, it was, it's, you know, it was really good. And so for his final project, he doesn't remember this, but uh, like they were supposed to build an online portfolio and they were supposed to put in like, you know, all the different pieces, Excel, Word or whatever. And he just flat out said, I'm not going to do that. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to. I'm Courageous, gonna, Sebastian. Right? Like, he was like, here's what I'm going to do. And he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my artwork on this, and it'll be in there. And I probably won't have all the Excels or Word or whatever in there. And my first initial reaction was like, you son. You know, like, <laughs> and then I thought for a moment, I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. Right? And he did it, and it was beautiful, and it was really cool. And he actually had a professional portfolio on his Weebly or Wix. I don't even remember which one you did, but... Um, it challenged me and I was like, well, let's see where this kid can go. And it became individualized. And that's when I first started thinking about individual education. So make it all the way around into like your first question. The really biggest place where I started thinking differently about school was in 2015, um, a colleague of mine, Tyrone Williams, a history teacher, um, was a, a visionary and wanted to take students all across the board um, to Switzerland, to uh, an educational, uh, international educational forum, right? And it was like change in education and everything. Um, and I heard that Sir Ken Robinson was gonna be at this thing. Now, I don't know if you ever read any Sir Ken Robinson, no. um, but um, he has the element um, school, um, uh, what is it, creative schools, like amazing, he's all about individualizing and, and education and why do we do things. He's like the godfather of that, right? Um, so he was speaking. What's his name again? Uh, Ken Robinson. Ken Robinson. Sir Ken Robinson, yeah. Uh, he's knighted. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> he gets both ears, but <laughs> a great story. Um, but so we did it. Like we built this thing for 18 months, pulled the year uh, and went with all these kids. Some kids had nothing, like at home. And, and some kids were like, yeah, I can pay cash for this whole trip, you know. Um, we did some fundraising, different things like that. So we got them all on a plane, 30 kids, uh, three of us. We went through, um, we flew into Amsterdam, went to um, The Hague, went down to Paris, uh, and then went to Switzerland. And at this forum, it was all Beautiful. about, it was design thinking. Like, it was cool to see these kids who'd never been, like, out of, like, West Side. Right. And, 
and they're they're like walking the streets of Paris. They're we're up in the, the Eiffel Tower and stuff. Now, I've only been overseas like twice before, so this was an amazing trip. The machine uh, hangs out in Switzerland quite a bit. Yeah, it's cool. I, have fa- I have family in Switzerland. Oh, do you really? Yeah, yeah I do. So yeah. we're doing the next podcast there. Yeah. <laughs> so just oh. gotta find somebody with a private jet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, Seb, we'll get there soon. Um, so <laughs> keep working, boy. But basically. Um, like that was an eye opener. There was design thinking everywhere. Everybody was thinking of education differently. There were there were people saying, you know, um, uh, I can't remember what the 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 big company that does all the the surveys. Uh, it starts with the G, like uh, whatever. So they, they were there and they were like talking about all the colleges and they were giving percentages. They were like, okay, so only eleven percent of colleges or uh, professionals think that colleges are doing a good job. And I'm like what you know that's when i started really thinking about this stuff is that the right number 11 percent? it was around there this was 2015 but it's probably gone down a little bit now (laughs) right right Um, but 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 just that low of a number it's just like right yeah it should be like that you know that well the opposite was the seniors coming out of college uh, like 79 percent it could give or take a few but it was very high that thought yeah i got all the skills (laughs) like there's there's like the difference there right so we're talking to all these powerful people like uh, the woman who set up Malala's fund, you know, and all these, they're just there. And it was just one of the most amazing things that I've ever went through. Wow. And, and when I came back, I remember I still have the book. I wrote it in there. How are you going to change? And it was just like, bam, this is what I'm going to do. And I started being the disruptor of education. And Dude, and it's been inspiring. It's it's pushing me. I'm, I'm so glad you're on this today and really making me think, man. I, you really are. You're pushing me to think outside the box. And, uh, and, I, and I love that. Yeah. Um, I love people to challenge my thinking and uh, I want to take this new knowledge and I'm really going to apply this, man. I really... Uh, I'm really interested in what you got going on here. So let's, on that note, the beautiful story. Thank let's, you. Let's wrap this episode 15 up, man. Um, Peter, where if people want to hear a little bit more about your stuff, where can they find you? Uh, they can go to uh, disrupteducation.co. Uh, they can find me on uh, uh, Snapchat, uh, Instagram. It's disrupt All at education. Disrupt education. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, it's uh, hashtag uh, or disrupt education on YouTube, man. My channel's on my uh, Instagram too. Awesome people, check it out. Pete Hostrauser, uh, he's got a powerful message. It's super inspiring, and uh, you know this is essentially. Our, our future, right? This is who we're impacting. We're imp- impacting our future. So, Pete, uh, on behalf of Donnie the Machine, I want to thank you for coming on today, episode 15. Yeah. This was phenomenal, and uh, I hope this gets out to a lot of people. And uh, people out there, if you like what you heard, uh, please share. Find us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on YouTube, on Google Play. Did we figure Google out the Google Play? Play? We're, we're on, on Google, Google Play. Play. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at Donnie the Machine on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us everywhere. Please, yeah. just reach out. We're, we're we're, we're growing every single week. We're, we're talking about new and innovative things, and uh, it, it's impactful. It's intriguing, and uh, I, I hope you guys are liking it. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Thank you, everybody. See you. <laughs>
something good. 